Section 12 of Narratives of Colored Americans. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Narratives of Colored Americans by Abigail Mott and M. S. Wood. Sa'at. Sir Samuel Baker and his wife made a dangerous and toilsome journey into the burning regions of Central Africa. From a book of travel and adventure published by him, we glean such portions as relate to their faithful servant Sa'at, the African boy. When a child of six years old, minding his father's goats in the desert, Sa'at was captured by a hostile Arab tribe and thrust into a sack which was placed on a camel's back and thus he was carried hundreds of miles from home. Every time that the poor child screamed or offered resistance, he was threatened that he would be killed by his cruel captors. Sa'at shortly found himself in the hands of a slave dealer, by whom he was offered to the Egyptian government as a drummer boy, but being too small, was rejected. A fellow slave told little Sa'at, of an Austrian mission house in the very town in which they were, that would protect and care for him if he could escape to it. Thither the little boy fled, and found shelter for some time, gaining such instruction as his mind could receive, together with other little waifs and strays, which the missionaries had received at different times. Sickness reduced the number of the good men who had cared for and taught the children, and they found it necessary to turn adrift the friendless little ones, who apparently without result had been watched and tended, and little Sa'at, the one grain of gold, was a second time without a home. But God guided him on a good way. One evening, Sir Samuel Baker and his wife were sitting in their courtyard on the Nile, when a starved, miserable boy crept up to them, and crouching in the dust, begged to be allowed to live with them and be their boy. They did not take him then, and he came again the next day, praying them to allow him to serve them. They endeavored to discourage him by telling of the long and dangerous journey they were about to take. Sa'at was firm. He would go with them to the end of the world. Touched by the boy's story, they went to the mission to inquire the truth of it. There, an excellent character was given of him, with the remark that he must have been turned out by mistake. This determined the traveler to adopt him. A good washing and a new suit of clothes made Sa'at quite respectable, and being well disposed, he soon made himself useful. Mrs. Baker taught him to sew, and Sir Samuel gave him lessons in shooting. When his day's work was done, he was allowed to sit by his mistress while she told him stories from the Bible and from the history of Europe. There was plenty of time for such talk, the long weary journey in the Nile boat, which they had just commenced, enabling that gentle lady to instruct the poor ignorant boy thrown on her hands. Their native servants robbed, betrayed, and deserted the travelers at every turn, but among them little Sa'at shone as a bright star, honest, truthful, and devoted to those who had rescued him from starvation, and he daily won their love. To him, they most probably owed their lives, as he detected and exposed to them a plan their servants had agreed on, 
to seize their master's arms and leave him in the desert or murder him and his wife if they met with resistance. This child of the sun seemed to have all the best points of a happy English boy. He delighted in active sports and shooting with his light gun. Through dangers and distresses, he was always bright and cheerful. Sa'at was sometimes in mischief, too, and he spoilt two watches by trying to examine their inside works. He was very fond of a drum, but a camel which carried it rolled over and spoilt that musical instrument. Then he destroyed a tin kettle and a tin cup by drumming on them. Neither watch nor tinware could be replaced when shops were thousands of miles away. Once, when he was not well, a powder was given him to take, and he asked if he should eat the paper it was in. Sir Samuel followed his plans for his journey through all obstacles, and Sa'at's name is never mentioned except in praise. He endured hunger and thirst, and rejoiced with his kind protectors in the success of their undertaking. During these years of travel, sickness and death had visited their little band, but as yet the boy had been spared. But on the homeward journey his time came. That fearful sickness, the plague, attacked the vessel in which the party journeyed. First one was smitten, then another, and then it was Sa'at. Mrs. Baker herself nursed the sick boy with tender care, but he lay day and night in delirium. At last came a calm. He was gently washed and dressed in clean clothes and laid to rest. He slept. His mistress hoped it was the sleep of recovery, but a kind servant presently covered the boy's face while tears ran down her cheeks. Sa'at was dead. The boat was stopped, and the faithful boy was sadly buried beneath a tree. The wonderful river Nile rolling by his grave. Sa'at was converted from paganism to Christianity, and reached his home and rest in heaven. End of section 12